Buzz's League. Hello and welcome back to Big Les's League and all rugby league experience. I'm your host, Big Les. What about Cameron Munster re-signing with the Melbourne Storm? That is huge. It's huge for the Melbourne Storm. It's huge for the Redcliffe Dolphins looking for the marquee signing. I mean, I think the Dolphins' recruitment now has failed. They've really failed to secure that marquee signing. Obviously, Harry Grant was going to be the signing. That didn't happen. Then it was Brandon Smith. That didn't happen. Then it was going to be, I think, Kalen Ponga. Then that didn't happen. Latrell Mitchell was rumored to go there as well. That didn't happen. And then Cameron Munster. That didn't happen either. So, look, it's been the same sort of narrative The Dolphins unable to get that marquee signing, but it's the first year they're coming into the competition and they've got a pretty solid team. They have got a pretty solid team signing the hammer the other day, but they still have failed to get the marquee signing. They need a really structured halfback. That's what I think they need. They need an older halfback, an older head to come into that team, whether they go and look into the open market, maybe get someone like a Blake Austin from the Warrington Wolves or a Gareth Widdop as well from the Warrington Wolves, depending on where their budget sits. Those guys are only going to do something for one year for you. But hey, in their last year of football, you get them for cheap and you get a bit of experience in your side. You get someone to sort of bring through those younger halves like Isaiah Katoa as well. And even help out guys like Sean O'Sullivan who are legit going to be the long-term halves of the club, depending if you want to go down the route of blooding these guys moving forward and then blooding the youth in the side to become that main plan moving forward. Now, this this is the 1-17 to at the moment that I've got for the Dolphins going into next season, uh, saying if they don't, you know, sign any more big stars or big players and the rest of their signings are development contracts and stuff like that. So this is their main side going into next year right now. So Hamaso Tabiwai-Fado, I've got him playing fullback. I think that's where he's going to be. I think they've signed him as a fullback, so that's where I see him playing. I've got Jermaine Asako and Edric Lee on the wings. Edric Lee, prolific trice scorer at Newcastle. Depending on whose side he's on, I think he'll do much of the same next season. And then Jermaine Asako, just a freak with the footy. Robert Jennings and Branko Lee in the centres. I think that Robert Jennings will play centre. I don't see anyone else really slotting in there unless they get Valence Taware. I think that's how you pronounce his name. They got him, I think, from Union. I don't really see him slotting in there straight away, but it definitely could happen. I've got Robert Jennings in there at the moment with Branko Lee. Branko Lee is just an absolute force to be reckoned with. He is an absolute freight train and does some pretty cool things with the footy as well. If he's in some good form, uh, it's going to be a very, very exciting year for him. Anthony Milford and Sean O'Sullivan in the halves. That's the way I see it at the moment. Isaiah Katoa, I don't think he'll slot in there straight away. Uh, And Cody Nikorema, I think he'll be used as a hooker off the bench. Obviously, depending on if Jeremy Marshall King can play the full 80, which to be honest, I think he can. And in in that case, I think that Cody Nikorema, he could play a roaming lock sort of role in that number 14 jersey that we're seeing so much of at the moment. Jesse Bromwich and Mark Nichols in the front row. I think they'll do a job for this Dolphins side. Felice Cafusi and Kenny Bromwich, the Melbourne Storm back rowers in the back row there. I think they'll do a great job. Uh, I think they're both pretty much guaranteed to start in this side as well. Ray Stone at lock going for the smaller body, but he's a really good defender as well. And having him in the side of 
obviously if the hooker goes down, then he is an option to slot in there temporarily. So Ray Stone at lock, I think his ball handling is fantastic as well. And as I said before, great defender. And then on the bench, Cody Nicarem, we already talked about him. Tom Gilbert, massive impact off the bench here. He can play in the middle or on an edge for you. So great to have on the bench there, Tom Gilbert. Jared Wallace, I feel like will be an enforcer for this side. The veteran, a bit of an enforcer for the Redcliffe Dolphins. And then Colony Lemonlelu as well. A bit of versatility there. He can play on an edge. He can play in the middle. Or he can play in the centers if one of the centers goes down as well. So just having a guy like that on the bench would be really, really helpful for this Dolphins side. So there you go. A pretty strong side. It's getting there. It's getting there. They have a really good spine. I think that they really need to go out and, as I said, look for a much older, more experienced halfback. But once they've done that, they've got a pretty good-looking side going into next season. But Cameron Munster, he would have been so good for them. So good for them, giving a massive boost going into next season as well. I would probably see Anthony Milford shift to halfback like he plays for the Samoan side. And then you obviously bring in a guy like Cameron Munster to play in the sixth jersey. I think that would have been a really solid halves pairing, similar to Jerome Hughes uh, and Cameron Munster at the Melbourne Storm at the moment. But a massive loss that he's not going there. Massive for the Dolphins. As I said before, unable to get that marquee signing, and it's going to be very hard for them going into next season. However, Going into 2024, I did a podcast on this already. If you want to go back and listen to it, I think it was called Dolphins Plan or something like that going into 2024. I did a massive bit of research who's off contract and who the Dolphins will be likely to go and pick up for the 2024 season. Built a whole side. It is a pretty strong looking outfit. So if you want to go back and listen to that podcast, I recommend that you do so because uh, it was a massive, massive amount of research that went into that one. In fact, sit back, relax and enjoy because I've got that podcast up for you right now. So just keep in mind that some of the players have already been signed from the 2023 perspective, but I've got players off contract in 2023 and in 2024. So it's a massive listen. Sit back, relax, and enjoy because I'm playing it for you right now. The first thing they need really is a fullback. Obviously, that's the one that stands out the most. They definitely do need a fullback. Reese Walsh has been taken off the cards. He just re-signed with the New Zealand Warriors. He's going to stay there. So for me, Reese Walsh is off the cards. The only guy, if they're looking to sign someone today... It's Corey Thompson is the only guy that's really available that could slot into that fullback role. Maybe we see Jermaine Asako shift into the fullback jersey and Corey Thompson coming onto the wing for this side. That's the only way I really see this going. Having a look, looking through the list, there's not many fullbacks on the market, if not any. The only other guy would be Matt Dufty, but he looks set to go to the Super League, so I've ruled him out of signing with this club. It looks like he is going to be going to the Super League for the Warrington Wolves. So Corey Thompson, the only guy available. If they want to wait, though, if they want to wait till 2024, if they want to have a bit of a test run, a bit of a test year in 2023, and wait till November 1, 2023 to start signing, guys, these are some of the names that this side could get. Jake Avarillo from 2024 onwards, Charles Nickel Klockstad, Ruben Garrick, Scott Drinkwater, and the Latrell Mitchell. Those are some of the guys that the Dolphins could pick up. For me, what I'd be doing is getting Corey Thompson on a low deal, on a pretty low deal, a bang average deal, 
uh, signing him for one year, waiting to see who I can get in the 2023 season and then re-signing him if there's not many players willing to come to the club or just for a bit of depth. I think Corey Thompson would be a great guy to have in this side and very, very talented and good player as well, especially since he's reaching that peak of his career at the moment. So personally, I'd be ringing up Corey Thompson and his management, trying to get a deal done. I'd be getting him over to the Dolphins, maybe on a one-year deal at first, and then re-signing him for long term, but also leaving Ruben the cap for guys like Jake Avarillo, Charles Digger Clockstad, Ruben Garrick, Scott Drinkwater. If it was me, I'd be signing Avarillo now while he's hot, while he's cheap. And I'd also be signing Ruben Garrick as well on the wing, maybe to fill in a wing spot uh, for this Dolphins side. So Jake Averillo and Ruben Garrick would be two of the guys that I would be signing in this side. Latrell Mitchell is also one that I'd be very, very 50-50 on. I don't think he's leaving South Sydney. Neither would Scott Drinkwater for the North Queensland Cowboys. I think those guys won't leave their respective clubs. Uh, and then Charles Diggle Clockstad, I think, is the same. I don't know if he will leave Raiders. There's a possibility, definitely, he's not in the starting side at the moment. He's playing a bench role. So whether he wants a starting fullback spot, maybe the Dolphins could pick him up as well. He's a very interesting wild card there that could definitely go off to this club. <laughs> Now, obviously, Chance, what about that call? I jinxed it there. He went off to the Warriors. Jake Avarillo would still be a good shout. Latrell Mitchell, I think he's re-signed with South Sydney now. Scott Drinkwater, the same uh, with the Cowboys. Pretty decent calls there. I knew that they weren't going to leave their respective clubs. But Jake Avarillo... He's not going to be in the starting side next year, maybe. They are looking for a new fullback. They're looking for a new fullback and a new halfback. Reportedly, as per the club's statements, as per, I think, Phil Gould might have said it, uh, they're looking for a new fullback and a new halfback. So Avarillo in danger of losing his spot there. He might be inclined to go up to the Dolphins and play fullback there from 2024. I think he'd be a massive signing for the club as well. He would do some great things for the Dolphins. I think he'd still be a pretty decent signing. Ruben Garrick, I don't think he's going to leave the Manly Seagulls. And if I'm not wrong, I think he's already re-signed there as well. So Avarillo out of that whole conversation would be the only one I think would be available. Corey Thompson as well, he's retired. I don't think he's coming out of retirement to play for the Dolphins. So, Jake Averillo, 2024, he's the only one that I would think would be still available. Uh, we talked about wingers as well. All those fullbacks could slot onto the wing. But let's talk about the centers now. I'll go back to that chat and we'll have a look at some of the centers that I said were available and then go through it just like we did with the fullbacks. <laughs> I also think they need a good center pairing as well. Now, some of the guys that can get this year, they've got actually a little bit of a more broad selection this year of centers they can go after. Isaiah Tass from the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Adam Kieran, I would class him as a center, especially after the back end of last year, the things he was doing for the Sydney Roosters. I'd be signing him as a center for sure. He really, really stood out there. So Adam Kieran's definitely on the cards, especially since he's not playing any starting football at the moment constantly in the reserves. I'd be looking to sign him maybe on a one or two year deal as well uh, to play a bit of depth center, have him in the squad for sure. Keep in mind, you would get those guys for relatively cheap. Joseph Suwali's also off contract. I'd love to sign Joseph Suwali, depending on if I've got the cap room or not. 
But I think the Roosters will snatch him up. I reckon they're going to sign him within coming weeks. I reckon that could be a thing that comes out over the next few weeks. Joseph Suwali signing a long-term deal with the Sydney Roosters. Can definitely see it happening. So Joseph Suwali definitely on the cards. And then Tom Opajek from the Parramatta Reels. It looks like he's going to the Super League as well. I'd snatch him just before he signs any deals. However, if the Dolphins want to wait till 2024, they can snatch Stephen Crichton. Stephen Crichton's off contract around then. Uh, there's already been discussion saying that he is a target to go to the club from 2024 onwards. So that would be a very interesting one there uh, to see him go off to the Dolphins from 2024. That would be a sick signing from them. Does he want to leave the Panthers though? We'll have to wait and see. Money does talk to people. So I'll have to wait and see how that one goes. Very interesting if they do end up snatching him in the next few weeks, maybe in the next year. So it's obviously Tom Opacek, he has signed for the Super League, so he won't be able to go to the Dolphins anymore. Isaiah Tass just re-signed with the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Joseph Suali'i, what about that call? He did re-sign with the Sydney Roosters. I tell you what, Adam Kieran, he's someone we've all forgotten about, and he's definitely someone that could come to that side next season or the season after. Adam Kieran, definitely someone we've all forgotten about, and definitely someone that could sign with the Redcliffe Dolphins. He would be awesome up there, playing a bit of center. He's been playing there for the Bears and he's been doing such a great job. I think he'd be awesome to have at center for the Dolphins. Then I think they've got all these old heads in the front row, all these old heads in the forwards. I think they just need a young mongrel just to come in and change things up. A young mongrel front rower. Uh, Some of the guys I have in mind, if they want to get one this year, Franklin Pele from the Sharks would be an awesome signing. An awesome signing. He is a freak. Super, super strong. We actually told him to stop training in the gym because he was just getting so strong. He's an absolute beast. An absolute beast. And I would love to see him go up there to the Dolphins. He would absolutely kill it. Really, really good young mongrel off the bench or even starting in the front row for the Dolphins. Uh, and then Joe Offerhane Gowie as well. Just a workhorse for the West Tigers. Some of his work goes unnoticed as well week in, week out. I think he would be an awesome signing for the Dolphins. I would love to see it. If they do want to wait till 2024, then they could go for David Fafita from the Gold Coast Titans. Already news reporting that he could be offloaded to the Dolphins from that time uh, to get Payne Haas to go to the Titans, which is a very interesting little report, little rumor there. Uh, so already reports saying that he may be offloaded to the Dolphins. Uh, but 2024, Dave Fafita sounds like a good signing for that year as well. You talk about young mongrel forwards. He's a freak, scores every time he gets the ball pretty much. Uh, and then Victor Radley as well from the Sydney Roosters comes off contract at the end of 2023. He would be an awesome signing for the Dolphins for 2024. Does he leave the Sydney Roosters though? He loves his home in Bronny. Don't know if he will leave, uh, but it would be a great signing if he does. And he's definitely in my projected team for 2024. We'll get to that in a second. Raymond for Taylor Mariner, uh, just off the Young mongrel topic. If they want to go for a back rower, that's really good. Raymond for Taylor Mariner. Uh, just watching him the other night coming back from injury. He is a monster. I forgot how good Raymond for Taylor Mariner really is. I really appreciate the work he does at the Bulldogs. You could get him at the end of this year. He would be a great buy for the club. And Angus Crichton as well. A lot of dramas with his contract negotiations. So uh, a great buy there. Angus Crichton would be as well. <laughs> Angus Crichton, he's obviously re-signed with the Sydney Roosters. David Fafita, he'd still be a great shout. 
I don't know if Victor Radley would go to the Dolphins. I think he's pretty keen on staying with the Sydney Roosters. But David Fafita, it's still possible. We could still see it happen. He's been going from the bench, out of the side, into the middle, into the centres as well. We've seen David Fafita move a lot around that Gold Coast Titans side this season. He could honestly walk out the door come 2024, go to the Dolphins, absolutely kill it there. I think it really depends on what halves they sign. It really does. It'd be very interesting to see what happens there going into next season. Raymond for Taylor Mariner, I don't know if it's for sure, but I do think he has re-signed with the Bulldogs. Um, I'm pretty sure they would have re-signed because he's just an absolute workhorse and weapon. So I think he's re-signed with the Bulldogs already going off the top of the cap. Not the salary cap, the cap that I'm wearing on my head here. Going off the top of the cap just basically means, if you don't know, it means going off the top of my head, uh, going off the top of the cap. I would promote Jack Bostock to the top 30. Jack Bostock, if you don't know him, he was the winger playing for New South Wales in the under-19s game, uh, and he scored a really good, well, he nearly scored a really good try in the corner for the New South Wales Blues. Really, really talented winger there. I would promote him to the top 30. He'd be great depth if there does come an injury or if they don't end up getting a fullback. I'd promote him up to the top 30, have him as a starting winger, and then put Jermaine Asako uh, to the fullback role. So definitely an interesting one, one to watch. If they can't get anyone uh, over the next year, then I'd promote him to the top 30, have him in the starting side, a really talented winger there, and you could do much worse. And then speaking of Bostock, you could go ahead and sign some more young players to build this franchise around. When all of these players retire, especially the older forwards, you're going to want some young guys in there to take their spots as well and build a side around the young guys coming through, similar to what Penrith are doing at the moment. That's why they're so successful building franchises. I'd be trying to build a franchise and a culture up there uh, at the Redcliffe Dolphins for sure. So Jack Bostock there, I think that he'd be awesome to sign for the Redcliffe Dolphins. He's already signed, I think, more so putting him in the top 30 squad. He's definitely an unreal talent, an unreal winger as well. And if there's injuries, he'd be great for depth to chuck in this side for his NRL debut. He is a freak. And I think that, to be honest, looking at the wingers here, he could definitely earn his spot in this side over a guy like Edric Lee, over a guy like Robert Jennings. He could definitely earn his way into this side. And then we obviously got to throw some halves in the mix. Obviously, Sean O'Sullivan can play either in the six or the seven. So here are some halves that I've got in mind that are either off contract this year or going into the end of 2023. So if you're looking for this year to sign someone going into next year, I would go for Matt Frawley from the Canberra Raiders. Not getting too much starting time at the moment. He probably won't since Jamal Fogarty and Jack Whiten will be the starting halves for a little bit. So Matt Frawley would be a good signing even if it's just for this year and then you keep him as some depth he'd be an awesome signing to partner Sean O'Sullivan in the halves Uh, you look at some other guys I could get Anthony Milford comes to mind Anthony Milford would be a great signing for this club Reportedly, there's already been a handshake agreement, so Anthony Milford looks set to go up there. Uh, it just depends on the 
putting pen to paper now. So Milford and O'Sullivan could potentially be that halves pairing. Now say you sign either Matt Frawley or Anthony Milford for 2023 and wait till 2024 before you can get a big signing. By the way, I would be signing Matt Frawley and Milford maybe on a bit cheaper deals, maybe around that 400 to 500k mark. And then you could look to sign someone big, such as, if you wait for 2024 that is, Cameron Munster, who for me is the obvious one. Jackson Hastings from the Tigers. I would look to sign him as well. Matt Burton, who's got a player option for 2024. He could potentially go to the Dolphins. Sean Johnson as well, looking to revive his career. Could do that under Wayne Bennett. Sean Johnson's an option. Uh, And then some depth signings. Phoenix Crossland from the Newcastle Knights and Kurt Falls from the Penrith Panthers. Two really good signings if you're looking to get some guys for some depth as well if there's injury. These two would be some great depth guys to have in that system. So I don't know what Matt Frawley's contract situation really is, but he'd be an awesome signing there. Not even as depth. I'm not even talking about as depth anymore. I think that he'd be great to partner Anthony Milford. We've seen how talented he is. I'm not sure what his contract situation is. I even heard something that he's retired or something that might have been another uh, Raiders halfback. It might have been Sam Williams. But Matt Frawley, if he's still in the argument, I'd definitely be signing him at the Dolphins. Kurt Falls and Phoenix Crossland. Kurt Falls, he's been unreal for the Penrith Panthers uh, in the reserve grade side and Phoenix Crossland he's been great for the Newey Knights when he has come into that side in the first grade side I think it'd be awesome to have there in the halfback jersey or even as some depth maybe in a 14 jersey as well and he's one of the bigger halfbacks as well so you could chuck him even in a 13 jersey if you really wanted to bulk him up and put him in a 13 jersey I think he'd do really well there obviously Anthony Milford's already signed he's set to go to the Dolphins next season so we don't have to worry about him The 2024 ones, Cameron Munster, we already talked about him right at the start. That's what this whole podcast is really about. Uh, Cameron Munster, he has re-signed with the Melbourne Storm. Jackson Hastings, honestly, would not be surprised to see him go to the Dolphins, to be honest. Would not be surprised whatsoever. With all the media reports, with him being shoved in the 13 jersey, I think that he's just going to have enough and go to the Dolphins and play pretty much the rest of his career there. I think that I could definitely see him being signed long-term for the Dolphins. I think it'd be an awesome signing there in the seven. Even if it's just him and Anthony Milford in the halves, that would be a sick halves pairing for them. And it would really even out the side. It would really look good on paper as well if they were able to sign Jackson Hastings. Here is the 2024 projected side. I've got Jake Avarillo at fullback. Keep in mind, this is going to be way different to the 2023 one. Not way different, but there's going to be some pretty big ones in there. So Jake Avarillo at fullback, Ruben Garrick and Corey Thompson on the wings, Stephen Crichton and Tom Opajek in the centers, Cameron Munster and Jackson Hastings in the halves, Jesse Bromwich and Mark Nichols in the front row, Jeremy Marshall King at nine, Felice Cafusi and Kenny Bromwich in the back row, Victor Radley at lock, and then I've got Milford, David Fafita, Angus Crichton and Raymond Fatalamarina on the bench. So now that obviously there's some signings that have been made and things have changed, players have signed with their own respective clubs or other respective clubs. I've got a different one going for 2024. I've just written it up then. Jake Avarillo, depending on if the Bulldogs sign another fullback, I've got him starting at fullback for the Dolphins. Hamaso Tabiwafado, then I see him moving to the wing alongside Jermaine Asako. Valence Taware, I 
I really do hope that's how you pronounce his name. I think that he would have slowly have been moved into the centers. I've got him and Adam Kieran there. I think Adam Kieran would be a solid signing for that right center spot. I've got Anthony Milford and Jackson Hastings. I do think Jackson Hastings may leave. Depending on who leaves, it could be Luke Brooks, it could be Adam Dewey, or it could be Jackson Hastings. If Jackson Hastings does leave, I've got him starting at halfback, either him or Sean O'Sullivan, depending on how it goes. Uh, Jesse Bromwich and Mark Nichols in the front row. Jeremy Marshall King at nine. We've got Felice Cafusi and Kenny Bromwich in the back row. Ray Stone at lock. And then the bench is Cody Nicarima. David Fafita, depending on if he leaves the Gold Coast Titans, depending on what happens there. Uh, Tom Gilbert and Colony Lemon Lelu on the bench there for the Dolphins. So a pretty good side going into 2024. Not too many signings, but it still rounds out the side and a solid spine there. Avarillo, Hastings, Milford, Marshall King, and then Ray Stone at lock. That is a solid spine. I honestly think this could turn into a top eight side over the next two to three years, depending on how long it takes them to mature into the competition. But a really solid side there. A really solid side, especially with David Fafita coming off the bench. I mean, that is pretty stacked, pretty solid. And I think this side could definitely go on to win some comps if these are the guys they recruit and they really work with this spine, not chopping and changing their spine willy-nilly. I think this could grow into a really, really strong side. But there you go. That is my side for 2024. Obviously, as we said at the start, Munster, he has signed with the Melbourne Storm for the next five years. But regardless, I can't wait to see how this Dolphin side goes over the next few years. Wait.